live on SENSA. Welcome to Red Legs Radio for climate, air conditioning and solar. South Australia's biggest Aiken dealer. This winter, come home to climate. Good evening and welcome to Red Legs Radio for the final edition of the year. I'm your host, Adrian Davies, oh, oh and uh, <laughs> it's been a big year in footy and we're capping off the season with a big episode of Red Legs Radio. I'm joined today by Josh Tickle. Josh, how are you going? Very good, thank you, AD. It's nice having you in the host chair today. It's nice to be in hey. here. Yeah. Uh, and now we're just going around the room. Richard Kelly, welcome. Adrian. Very good introduction. Yes. Thank you. I think it may be the best of the year. So oh, yeah. settled. Three votes. <laughs> and it's a one-take wonder. Did it right on the first time. <laughs> yeah. It's about the fifth take. Very Hold smooth on, we're operation And it is, a, uh, it is a full house today and we are joined with Dale Fleming. Hello, AD. How is it to be in the not host chair? I'm loving it. I can just <laughs> sit back and just chip in whenever I want. Don't have to worry about the producer in my ear or anything like that. Inga's out there. She's going to annoy you today. So we're going to expect the best from you because you will not be distracted by anything. But well, I will right. throw to you now. Phone's off, Flem. Oh, oh, hold on. Yep, I'll get the phone off. <laughs> oh, yep. sorry. That's my job as the host, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, that's right. Phone's off. You've got Phone's to rem- remind Flem to turn his phone off every week. <laughs> well, a magnificent intro, AD. I'll give you that. And I might be out of a job. But uh, we're going to have a bit of fun, aren't we, today? Because it oh, is yeah. the last show, as you said. And yeah. uh, the next segment. The last show. Unfortunately, unfortunately the last yeah. Show. I'm very sad about that. Uh, but we will be back next year. And uh, the next segment, Joshy Tika will bring us into. Yes. And uh, then Kelly will have a crack. And I'll bring it home uh, uh, at the end there. But we have got a big show. And uh, we had a big game on the weekend too, didn't we, Josh? We certainly did. We played West Adelaide on the weekend. We had one of those awful draws. Oh, the draw. What do you think about the draw? Do you you think we get rid of it, Flem? Time on. I agree. Golden point? I don't know about that. I'd like five minutes each way. I I actually like the draw. It's the traditional and it is what it is. If you look at it, there was actually two draws on the weekend in in the sample round. Plus, one other game was decided by two points. Mm. So, I don't know. Is, in the history, has there ever been three, no, was, three draws no, in a they, round? They no. looked in, uh, on the commentary they were saying, I think there's only the first yeah, one, I think two draws in a round. Yeah, so there's been a few draws in the AFL as well this year, hasn't there? But what, what I don't like is not necessarily the moment of the draw, but the impact it has on the ladder. Yeah. Because it just puts everything out of kilt, you know. Um, you're, in, you're in that in-between zone, so it's percentages taken out of it. So, you know, you could um, have a terrible percentage mm. and a draw has got you over the line of someone mm. else that's got, mm. you know, a much greater percentage. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, I mean, you can look at it a, you know, a million different ways, but just as a player, when that siren oh, goes... flat as draw, attack. You are flat. I mean, we've all probably experienced it. Yeah, I've played in a couple of draws. But even that, that last kick, it was like a little nine-iron chip from a West Adelaide <laughs> oh, player. No. Like, can someone just get on the line? Oh, I, look, yeah. from the vision, it's very hard to tell, but... Mm. If, if someone was on the line, could they have punched that back? It did look well, like it dropped. Didn't it was like it? a, it was like a, like a yeah. lob wedge. Yeah. Look, you've got to give the players the benefit of the, of the doubt. All they want to do is stop that ball going yeah. through. So obviously they they couldn't. Maybe we needed the goal umpire from the pros game. <laughs> he might have caught it out on the bounce. <laughs> I think he might out have of, out, out on the of bounce, the bounce. The bounce. Yeah. Well, maybe he went from maybe he went from Richmond Oval. Adelaide well, he, always, oh, he did two games yeah. in a row. He's a bit tired by the end of it. Well, someone said actually that the supporters at Adelaide Oval were that ropeable. A few of them were going to go and set fire to his car. But then they decided not to because he probably wouldn't be been able to find his car. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, we Even if he on. couldn't, he wouldn't have sent it upstairs. We, we move on, Josh. So, yeah, we had a draw, obviously. Yep. Um, but give us a wrap of the game, mate. Yeah, so... Um, I th- 
you know, it's one of those games where West Adelaide kicked incredibly inaccurate. They kicked 10 goals, 16-76, uh, to our 11-10-76. Um, so it was one of those roundabout ways where we had completely different score lines but ended up on the same score. Um, we started reasonably well, kicked three goals to one in the first quarter, but Westies missed a lot of opportunities early. Uh, kicked away in the second, 29 points up at half time. West Adelaide were two goals, 10 at half time to our eight goals, three. So they were certainly in the game all day. Uh, Kenley kicked a goal early in the third to put us up by 35 points. And then West Adelaide, like we have all year, let through re- repeated goals. They kicked four in a row. Um, and it was a very tense finish, obviously. I think it was Jaden Gale hit the post with a, a bouncing mm. ball late in the game. Westies took it down the other end, had a shot after the siren, which obviously missed scores level and um, everyone hands on heads. And mm. yeah, one of those like, days. It was almost similar to last week when we got out by 30 yep. plus points. And what, what we get to 35? Yes, I think it was 39 um, the, points the week boys before. Were playing great footy, yep. you know, they were right. Going to blow the game out of the water, but then they just run out of. I mean, they've had a big month, right? Yes. And I think we've been a big seen year. big year, and and we've seen you know all of them just give their hearts in the last few weeks and mm. run out of steam. But uh, hang on, hang on for a draw. That's better than a loss, and uh, we've got a chance this week to finish the year off with a win, hopefully. Yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah, I mean, as we said last week, the form over the last eight weeks has actually been pretty good. Well, so you did now, the ladder, didn't you? Well, we, we're now, we'd be we, we were, fourth or fifth. We'd be fourth or fifth based yeah. on the last nine rounds, and mm. we're five, three, and a, and a draw um, at the moment. Um, mm. You know, Glenelg and Sturt are still the ones that are sort of, um, everyone's chasing right yep. now. And, and the Crows. And the Crows. Yeah. yeah. Panos, another great game. Yes, he was outstanding. He had, I think it was 24 disposals. Um, he kicked a goal as well, maybe. Mm. Yes, kicked two goals. So, yeah, he was he was very good. Callow kicked another two, uh, lock three. So, Bain, yes, good Bain signs. Back in the side. Yeah, yeah, he makes a big difference. He does, um, doesn't he? Yeah, through the midfield. Um, look, you know, it's uh, as you mentioned, been a, a strange old year. Yeah, uh, and we just needed a draw just to. Top it off, yeah, didn't j- we? Just to just uh, to include absolutely everything, a, yeah, every touch point there, yeah, the full yeah. house. But yeah. uh, hey, uh, look, there's, there was another big game uh, on the weekend. Yes, I don't know if you heard about it, but uh, <laughs> Ad, she's playing in a in a grand final in Whoa. two weeks. Yes, uh, Paynham uh, Norwood Union, coached by the great Gary McIntosh. We've uh, made it through to the grand final, so we've got a week off this week, which I could not be happier about. Yep. I was keen to win the game and have a grand final, but I was more keen to win the game and have a week off, to be honest. And I heard, I heard, Adrian was playing really well, and <laughs> and then Finn McGuinness came along and had to stand out. <laughs> yeah. And tag her. That right. That, that's exactly I, right. I, I do that... know that Broadview and and Morphe's who are who are playing. I know that they're avid listeners of Red Legs Radio, so I won't give too much away. But yeah, getting getting tagged. Getting tagged. The, uh, well, in the forward line, just wow. Want to stop the team? Stop their best player. Yeah, it didn't work. You had a good game, <laughs> we mate. We still won. I saw the results. So how many uh, Norwood winning... girls play for Paynham? So we've got, uh, I think we've got six, five or six. Oh, no, we've got five. Um, and Broadview would be probably North Adelaide? Yeah, very North Adelaide dominated. Morphe yep. Park, who play Broadview this week, have a few Nord girls. You know it and a few Glenelg. So there, there's mm. a, because of the rules, there's a sprinkling of sample players across Adelaide Footy League. So the standard is really quite strong. Mm. But the Nord girls, we uh, we kind of got, got got it going this week and um, four of them in the best. Should so. we do Paynham 
Red Legs Radio next week. Well, maybe, or maybe, maybe we radio. should. Yeah, yeah, maybe we should. just be Macca talking for half an hour. Drop it back to a podcast, but uh, <laughs> depending on the on the Paynham Norwood Union Union budget. But uh, we'll get we'll Nunny was a Paynham boy, wasn't he? Oh, there's a few Paynham boys. Actually, yeah. we, could get, we could get a net. Well, you won by nine points, so you're yep. into a. Yeah. Uh, a grand final, and it doesn't matter at what level, at what time. If you're playing in a grand final and mm. a chance to win a premiership, you're up and about and excited, and yeah. you must be. Yeah, very excited. It's uh, the second one this year for me. So I played in the reserves course, grand yeah. final, which ended in a loss. Um, a few years back, I played in a sample grand final, lost, and ended up winning the local footy league. Wow. So I'm seeing, oh, you're and I was wearing orange boots that year too. So I'm feeling a lot of similarities. Who are you sponsored by? Humour. Humour. There you go. Um, of course, we are sponsored by Pell at Norwood Football Club. I just uh, footwear sponsor. Sorry. Hey, hey. Um, so, is there like a Norm Smith for the best on ground? What's yeah. the name of it? Uh, just I, I think it's just best on ground. Best on ground. <laughs> yeah. The Susan Smith. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so well, I reckon you'll Norm's get it. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. tipping that you will get it. Yeah. I can just see. Josh, if I if I win that, will we put it on Norwood's socials? Oh, we'll have to see if we, we, if we can sneak it into the schedule. But <laughs> with nine, did you say, Norwood yeah. girls playing? About, yeah, there could be eight to nine, nine. In, in the Well, two. all listeners out there, get down there and watch it mm. because it's like watching half of Norwood's women's Where, where will the grand side. final be? We are unsure at the moment because yeah. it depends a lot on... Um, Norwood, Norwood Oval, maybe? Norwood Oval has the AFLW showdown. Oh, it does too. But oh. if we get enough same noise time, going... playing at the same time. If we get enough noise going, maybe we could be a curtain raiser. Well, we will. We'll promote it to yeah, our absolutely. supporters through socials and highlight the, like the girls <laughs> like AD from Norwood that are in the uh, grand final. Yep. Hopefully uh, they can have a premiership. So good luck. Thank you. So, uh, guys, we've got a big show. We didn't even talk about what's on the show at the oh, beginning yes. of the show because someone you trade the show and forgot all that all, all yep. together. Yeah. But she did do a good job. <laughs> um, we're going to catch up with uh, Scotty Burns. We've got Burnsy and Mitch Wilkins, Ex I think, Norwood, coming on. Collingwood champion and, of course, now. Of course, assistant coach of the Crows who yep. will play this week who we're playing, uh, in the so Sample. So, yeah, he'll give us a bit of past player talk and a bit of uh, how we're going to go against um Greater him to join the show and sit on the fence. <laughs> and uh, as you mentioned, Josh, Mitch Wilkins. Mitch Wilkins. there's been an announcement. Yes, yes. He's uh, going to be hanging up the boots uh, at the end of this week. So at the end of this season, obviously, which comes to an end this week, he's going to be in the sandfall, which is uh, very exciting yeah, for uh, him. Just a great clubman. Yeah. Great player. Yeah. Of course, had an AFL career as well. Yeah. You know, you can't replace people like that. No. Nah. So we'll have a good chat to him. And obviously, everyone listening out there will be disappointed to hear that. Um but we all come to an end at some stage. We, saw, we sure do. Um, and then uh, we'll, uh, in a moment, cover off the People's Choice Award, Dickie, because that's coming down to the wire. Or one round to go, still close. We've got one man who looking, is looking the good. So. Look, looking good. But you never know. Yeah, um, you never know. Has he got an unassailable lead? Can't say that. Can't say that. <laughs> the People's Choice, it's a you know, robust voting system. Anything that's right. could happen. Yep. Um, of course, you've just come from there. Uh, yeah, sure, signed yeah. them up for another five years. Yeah. Close, yeah. Good boy, good boy, good boy. And uh, after the break, I'll also talk about the Barossa boy oh, uh, yeah. of the weekend, the year, because that's coming down to just two players Yeah, who can win that. Of course, Trent and Jess Burge at Barossa Boy Wines, our exclusive wine partner, have uh, created that award and they will recognise the winner next week through socials. And uh, there's only two players that can uh, take out that award. So... Been a good start to the uh, show, guys. I reckon, AD, mm. you can take us out to a break. 
Yeah, it would stay down. <laughs> oh, like that. long years. That's a hospital handball, isn't it? Oh, I thought I was hosting and then you took over for that. No, no. Well, after the break, Joshy Peekle will bring us in. <laughs> yeah, it'll be probably one of the better intros. It might be, although yeah. she has sent a, uh, set a high benchmark. Mm. So uh, don't go anywhere. Got plenty to get to after the break. You're listening to Red Legs Radio. It's a grand old flag. It's a high-flying flag. It's the emblem for me and for you. Live on SENSA, you're listening to Red Legs Radio. Thanks to Climate, Air Conditioning and Solar, proud sponsor of the Red Legs. Yes, welcome back to Red Legs Radio. A fantastic show so far. Great introduction. AD, I think I've just pipped you there oh, on the introduction the, front. Lifted the level again. I Absolutely. Regret, I need more gusto. I you think. needed a lot more gusto. I've just blown the room away here. Fantastic. Absolutely. I'm yeah. just on a high now. Do I get, um, a, do I get a chance at this well, one? Well, you do. Yeah, you're up next. I'm a bit worried that I'll, I'll be fourth in line next year. You so, will be. Uh, huh. Great, uh, great intro and great coming back from the break there, Josh. Oh, well a lot of gusto. We love that sort of thing. We've got Mitch Wilkins, who we are about to chat to yep. in a few minutes. But first, Richard, we are going to do People's Choice. The People's Choice Credit Union Award. Yes. As voted, Although by, I think, I think as dropped... voted by the coaches and the supporters. That's right. Players' Favourite Award. Yep. Now, um, <laughs> have they dropped Credit Union and they rebranding people's to just choice. People's Choice? Well, yeah. they're, actually, they're actually in the process of a merger. Oh, okay. Yeah. With Heritage Bank. So oh, you got go. Heritage Stadium, Heritage Bank Stadium up at the Gold yeah. Coast. Yeah, oh, of course. In yeah. the middle of a merger with not, them. So not something some we could take offline, boys. Well, you new, sort that out. Well, wow. you name. You'd be, <laughs> getting, you'd be oh, going yeah. hard for uh, double doubling the sponsorship then. Well, you? there'll still be people's choice on our Guernsey next year, but at some stage, yeah. I'm very glad. On the front. Fantastic. And look at all the airtime they're getting right now. Very glad we've sorted that out. But take us away, Richard. How's the People's Choice Award looking? Because we've got one game to go. Look, we've had um, consistently three people up the top sort of all year. And, you know, rightly so with Boydie, Tom Donnelly and Nick Rokar. Um, Last week, some of our best players were obviously Matty Panos was was great. Mm. Nick Rokar was great. Boydie. Plain and low. Jackson's back as well. Um, one round to go. I'm not going to give the votes as to sort of where it's sitting at the moment, but it's quite tight. Yeah. So well, one they're round on, to go. They're online anyway, aren't they? Well, well, we've got the leaderboard online, or we just do the week by week. We've hit in the last couple of weeks to keep some Ooh, suspense. The suspense, oh, yeah. the suspense, it's killing me. So those three that I mentioned are still within the running. They're a chance. Um, see what happens against the Crows this week. But well, thanks again for People's Choice. Yeah, 500, 500 bucks. bucks. We're putting the, the um, putting that up for the fans to vote. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's not about who's got the most mates. It's a fair system <laughs> this year. It's the people's so choice. So any players that are listening. That's right. It's the people's choice. It's a, the democracy. <laughs> oh, I, I can hear Mitch laughing yeah, the, in the background. The democracy <laughs> award it is. Okay. And yes, there is some sniggering going on in the background, Joshy Teagle, because on the line yes. we have uh, one of our champions of the club and uh, we're going to have a chat to Mitch Wilkins now. Are you there, Mitch? Yeah, g'day, Flamo. G'day, guys. Now, before we get into your business, uh, what do you think of the people's choice? <laughs> <laughs> and remember, we're on the air. And remember, yeah. they're a no, sponsor. No, yes, no, no, no. It's a, it's, a, it's a lovely award, obviously, <laughs> as I said before, mentioned before. But yeah, I, I do like. I, I have a little snigger at a few boys saying, "I think it's uh, you blokes with the most mates that's uh, <laughs> logging in and making numerous accounts to vote." Well, when you got when you got most of the state actually voting for you, sometimes or the blokes down in Tassie, that's yeah. a that's a bit of an advantage. Well, well you do oh, realise. Yeah. 
people's <laughs> choice of trying to expand into Tasmania. So yeah, they're loving they the exposure. <laughs> the and the more mates and the more family members, cousins, second cousin, third cousins, deceased cousins that vote, that's the whole objective. The more exposure people's choice get. So that's how it works. And maybe the players could do a deal, right? It's like the old days where you win the classic catch and you win a car and it just goes back in the pool. Well, maybe. Maybe, maybe they could put it back into the well, players' trip fund or... Well, you can throw that up in the Or the, the Mitch choice. Wilkins retirement fund or... Well, that, we're paying that <laughs> off for a few years. Because uh, talking about you, Wilco, mate, uh, you've been a champion of our football club. You had a, an AFL career. You came back to Norwood. Um, and this week you've announced your retirement, which um, we're all very sad about because not only are you a champion of our, our club on the on the field, you've been a fantastic person off it, mate. But uh, obviously you've decided it's time to hang up the boots. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for those words, Flo, mate. No, it's, yeah, it's just my time, mate. I've, uh, I've been sort of sitting on it for most of the year and only really came to the decision, what, about two weeks ago, to be honest. So um was umming and ahhing throughout the year and... Um, yeah, naturally, you know, you, you get to a point in life and obviously with a young family and a business um, to run and, you know, all the other contributing factors like getting older, um, I think it was, yeah, just my time to call it. Yeah, and how do you, how do you feel now that you've, you've told the players how did that process go? Was it a sad moment for you or um, a happy one, telling the boys? Uh, a bit of both, you know. it's As weird as it sounds, it felt like it was a weight, weight off my shoulders, Um you know, but it's it was also an emotional one um, because, you know, Nord Football Club and footy have, you know, have been a big part of my life for the last 10 years. Um, so, you know, while it's nice to, in a way, get your life back, it's, it's also sad to, to say goodbye to something that's um, been such a big part of your life. And calling the players um, was, was, you know, wasn't the easiest thing to do. I was holding it together because, you know, it's one of those things you really enjoy meeting new people and watching a lot of young people come through and, and develop into the people and the footballers they are today. And, and Mitch, sometimes retirement comes along because it's just the right time. Sometimes it's because of the body. Um, you've obviously had a few um, sort of setbacks the last couple of years. You, obviously that finger injury this year. Um, did that play a part? Yeah, to be honest, it did. It yep. did. I've, uh, as you just summed up, I had a... Um, you know, I suppose a pretty average run with injury. And look, I'm not the first person to, to have have a bad run. But, um, you know, and then the finger this year was almost a tipping point for me. I just thought, uh, you know, I just haven't can't seem to catch a break. And again, it's no one's fault. It's just the cards you dealt. Um, but at the same time, you know, it wasn't just wasn't just that. There were obviously other reasons, as I said before. But um, yeah, that did that did play a factor for sure. Yeah, and this Saturday, Mitch, you're, you're running out for the last time against the Crows in, in the SNFL. How are you feeling about uh, about that um, uh, that milestone, your, your final game at, at Norwood Oval? Uh, I'm a little bit nervous, to be honest. And I'm, I'm not one that usually gets nervous before games. I'm usually pretty pretty calm about it. And quite, pretty much every week I get asked if I'm playing because I'm always the last to get ready. So um, <laughs> this, I, want, I, want, I wonder if things will change this week if I'm, as soon as I walk in the door, I'm in my warm-up gear ready to go. <laughs> Have the shorts on in the morning, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, it's all, it's all ready to go. I like sleep in the boots the night before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how I'm not sure how Rach would feel about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're talking about Rach. Um, obviously, you make these decisions as a couple, and you've got a, a, a little girl, uh, Reggie now, and of course, uh, I think probably the hardest person to break the news to would have been Ned. Is that right? Yeah, I think uh, Ned will will miss being a 
around the club and around the boys getting all the free pats and love. Because um, he, he used to come to the gym with you and do the push-ups next to you and uh, work out with yeah. you, uh, Ned. And for all those people yeah, out yeah. there, uh, Ned is uh, Wilco's dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, um, that's how Wilco and I probably first met was I uh, I went, walked in the gym and said hello to Ned and went, who who, who works with this guy? <laughs> and, yeah, pretty that's basically how you make friends, isn't it? Net before me. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, he was amazing the way that, um, you know, when you'd literally do sit-ups and push-ups, he'd, he'd, he'd do them with you. <laughs> Wouldn't he? Yeah, very well-trained dog. Very yeah. well-trained. Uh, Mitch, you're coming up to sort of just over 90 games for the club. Um, yeah, that spanned over a, a reasonable time. Any highlights over those 90 games? Any game that particularly stands out for you? Was it your first game, uh, a finals that... Um, what are some of your fondest memories of, of, of that time? Um, there's, there's a few, but I think, to be honest, every time I look back, the first one that jumps out at me was, you know, I think a highlight for, but I'm not sure, but most Nord fans would remember the 2018 when we played third at Unley and yeah. five goals down yeah. in the three-quarter time and kicked 13, yep. or 13 or 14 in the last to win by nine goals. And uh, that was a very, uh, you know, special and, um, unique memory for me. I'm just, it's very rare that, you know, any team or anyone can kick 14 at this level, kick 14 goals in a quarter. Um, wow. so, against I, yeah, that's Sturt, that's one of the finest quarters. Yeah, yeah. That, that was amazing. I actually still remember where I was. I was actually in the country at a footy game in their front bar watching <laughs> wow. the game. Yeah. You just sort of remember. You're right, yeah, Mitch, it is one of those Games moments. like that, you just, yeah, that, that's really special. Now, mate. And, uh, yeah, I managed to get a sausage roll myself that day. So. <laughs> well, that, well, you know you're doing that, all right when you can speak forward. That's definitely a, a rare occasion. No. Um, yes. So I guess, you know, yourself, Rach, Ridge, Ned, uh, the family, uh, at, you know, obviously you mentioned your family was a big reason for uh, retirement and, and you move on. And uh, what's next for you, mate? Like, um, are, you, are you thinking about going back to... Uh, local footy, or he's going to focus on the family and the business. I'm not, to be honest, Flemo, I'm not too sure at all. Um, I'm very open to to what comes um, comes my way, and, and Twig made mention of that. He just said, just be open to whatever whatever comes at you. And I'm, you know, I'm still going to take some time off and, and reflect on obviously my time at Nord, and then you know think about what what the future may hold because whether that's playing footy or coaching or, you know, maybe giving it away completely, I'm not sure. So, I mean, you know, no means have I made a decision yet and, um, you know, in no rush to either. Well, I hope you consider coaching at some point because you've got a great footy mind and you'd, you'd have, you would have a lot to give. Mm. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, and uh, Wilco, you obviously, your family's involved at the club a little bit and you played 90 games and um, went away and came back. Nord Football Club must be a special place for you. Yeah, absolutely. Um you know, it's it's just one of those places when I first walked in, um, just felt like home. Um, and, you know, just it's pretty rare and special for anyone to, you know, be part of any team or sporting environment that they can call basically a second home. Um, you know, it's really got a, a family feel to it. Um, and I'm, you know, it's obviously very uh, indicative of the people that the club brings in um, and that, that make it that homely feel as well. Well, mate, you uh, you mentioned it feels like home, and of course your family's, you know, heavily involved in the club and are great supporters of our footy club as well. Your dad, Michael, through Findex, um, obviously part of our business lunch committee and and drives a lot of the events around the business networks. Uh, Mum, Sandy, you know, always there supporting 
functions, coming to watch games. Of course, they only live up the road, so uh, we just hope that the Wilkins family, broadly speaking, just you know, remains a big part of our footy club. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they will. As you said, when they're only up the road, it's going to be pretty easy to duck down and watch the boys boys play. Um, they have had a tremendous impact on uh, myself uh, growing up, and I, you know, can only speak very fondly and highly of my parents for not only what they've done for me, but the generosity they give to other people and and the football club as well. Well, that's right. I mean, you, you mentioned that you know the amount of times they've taken in interstate recruits and. Being a surrogate family, allowing these young men to settle into Adelaide has been amazing. And it just speaks volumes of the Wilkins family, the Wilkins name. The Wilkins name. And, mate, we're going to miss you. Um, you know, all the best for this Saturday. I'm sure you're going to enjoy it and just go out and have some fun. Yeah. No, thanks, Blimey. I really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. And, yeah, like I just said, uh, looking forward to it and what's, what's the next chapter may hold. Good luck, yeah. Mitch. Good luck, Wilco. Thank you, guys. Go, hey, mate, go and get the People's Choice votes this week, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Throw a spanner in the works. Do <laughs> my best. Oh, dear, Will come, come, come from behind, win. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Hey, uh, guys, uh, one of the greats in yeah. terms of on and off the field, and when he walks in a room, you know, you just love his presence. We went to Croatia a few years ago and as a club, and uh, I really got to know him on that trip, and, and ever since, I just had the most admiration for him. And he's been a great contributor to our football club. He was unfortunately seriously injured in the 2018 grand final in that you know, sickening incident with our players, and he lost his teeth and all that. And, you know, I think that was a turning point in that grand final. Had we been able to keep him, and I can't think of who the other player was out there on the ground. I think it might have been a different result. But um, he will be missed. And good luck this week, Wilco. Go and get him. Now, Josh. Yes. You've got one more job to do. Yeah, I do, actually. Um, reserves, Flem, I assume you're talking about? No, we'll come back uh, with the reserves right. after the break because uh, we've Ta- gone over Bring time. it out. Okay. What's the other job? Uh, uh, take us to a take break. Take us to a break. Yes. Oh, right. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, it's time for a break on Red Legs Radio. Um, I'm a natural at this, Flem, I think. <laughs> He's a natural. <laughs> See you after the break. Keep your eye on the red and the blue. Live on SENSA, you're listening to Red Legs Radio. Thanks to Peak USA, supporting and empowering South Australians living with spinal cord injury and other disabilities since 1963. Welcome back to the third quarter, Dale, of Red Legs Radio. Thanks right, to Peak Premiership USA, quarter. Premiership Quarter, to our great sponsors, Peak USA and Climate, Air and Solar. Um, got a big segment coming up. We're going to talk to Scotty Burns in a minute, past player. Awesome. But also you know, assistant coach of the Crows, and yep. obviously we play the Crows this week. But before we get to Burnsy, Barossa we Boy. We've got a Barossa Boy rap to do. For the listeners out there who have been following this on uh, social media, every year, every week uh, the Barossa Boy team, Jet and Tress Burge, they uh, cast their votes on a player uh, that represented, you know, teamwork, a bit, bit, little bit like People's Choice, and um, they thought was outstanding in the way they went about it for the day. Not necessarily the best player, but someone that, you know, really tried hard and did all the team things. Um, and we are coming down to the wire, Richard. Uh, Rokes is currently leading on seven, and Panos is mm. right behind him on six. Nice. Now, Hamilton's also on six, but he's injured. Mm. And then we've got Goylock on... Um, Five. Now they give three votes every week, and sometimes three, you know, single votes to three different players, or they can split it. 
Um, so we don't really know what will happen this week, but the only two that can take it out are Rokes and Panos. So coming down to the wire, a bit like people's choice. And, of course, whoever wins it gets a uh, underground cellar door experience up there for two and uh, an overnight accommodation at the uh, Burgess uh, Cottages there in Tanunda. So it's be a good award. You take the lovely up there and... Uh, she'll be happy, and uh, away you go. Drink some nice Barossa Boy wine. So thanks to Barossa Boy, Trent, and Jess Burge. Mm, that's sensational. So uh, on the line now, uh, Dale and and, and can't, Co-Panel. Can't We've wait got, for this uh, man. Former past player and and current Nord, uh, current sorry Crows assistant coach uh, Scotty Burns. Welcome to the show, Burnsy. G'day, boys. How are you going? And we've got Adrian in here as well. Thanks for coming on, Burns. It's always good to have sort of former Nord players on the Red Legs Radio, and it's a bit of a double-edged sword this week with um, with your role at the Crows. Um, foot in both camps this week, Burnsy, or uh, leaning towards the Crows? Absolutely leaning towards the Crows. <laughs> hey, Burnsy, I remind you, you're on Red Legs Radio. <laughs> but I haven't finished yet, Clemmer. But I'll tell you what I did enjoy last year was uh, going out at Oval, sitting in a box and um, watching that grand final. So uh, there's still uh, there's still a fair bit of noise in me, and it's uh, it's nice to get down. And, and my um, my niece has played a bit of footy down there with the, um, the girls' team as well. So I try and get down there as much as possible to watch her. Excellent. Now, Burnsy, you played 63 games with Norwood. Um, before we get into this week's week's game, uh, before you sort of transferred to Collingwood, uh, a, a great member of the backlines in the uh, sort of the early nineties. Uh, Craig used to fer- refer to Burnsy and Jerry Dantocchi as like a German band, yeah, because they never too. missed a beat, yep. never That's missed true. a beat down down back. Burnsy, tell us of your, um, your some of your fond memories of your early time at Norwood. Well, it's probably that uh, there's a lot of us, Dickie, that we all came through together around that age, really. There was probably only two to three years between us, so we're probably 18 to, to 21, and we sort of knew each other, came through the reserves, and um, it sort of popped up from nowhere, that, that 93 grand final year. we There was quite a few older players, I guess, that moved on um, early 90s, and, and Craigie came in, and I've spoken to, to you this before about this before. We, we must have been exceptionally young, um, that team, because I remember Robbo and Pity, John O'Robbin, myself, um, Chumsey, all playing in that back Jamesy, line. Jamesy, David there. Burns, Lockie yeah, Bowman. There was a lot. Yeah, there was a Benny lot. Benny Modra. Yeah. Modsy. Yep. Grant yeah. Tanner. And, yeah. Yeah. And, and a lot of them, Tracker, yeah, a lot of them played some obviously really good footy SNFL and, and quite a few played AFL as well. So it was, um, I think it was just perfect timing for us as younger fellas finding our way. And we had a, a coach like Craig who, who really didn't give us an out either. He was, um, he was fantastic for us, I thought, in terms of just discipline and, and work ethic. Yeah. Now, Burnsy, uh, you came to the past players' lunch last week, uh, last Friday, uh, as a guest, and uh, we had a good chat to you. And you told a story about an early childhood memory at the parade where you managed to get hold of a a, a, a football that was kicked out of the stadium. You want to share that story with the uh, the listeners? Yeah, it, was, uh, it used to be the old mini league. It's still going now. So you'd come down uh, up at Birdwood in the Adelaide Hills and I must have been 10 or 11. Um, big journey. Come down on the bus, sit there. You, you play at half-time. You've got your pie and your coke and you think you're kings of the world. And it was, we were playing South Adelaide. At the end of the game, South were up by a couple of points and we were sitting in the Western Stand. Um, Macca got the ball just in, in front of the dugout, in front of the bench. The siren went. So South won by two points. He's cracked it. He's kicked the football as high and as long as he can over the Western Stand yes. out on the street. <laughs> Good. And I was that quick to get up off my seat and sprint 
down the stairs, out to Wood Street, found the footy, put it under my jumper, come back upstairs and put it in my bag and, and took it home. So I reckon it could even be sitting somewhere up in oh, that place still up, up there. Is it? Uh, it's actually a Ross Faulkner. I remember that too. <laughs> Ross Faulkner, <laughs> the days of the Ross Faulkner yeah. before the Burleys. Oh, that's a cracking story because you would have grown up uh, idolising the great man and then one day you found yourself playing with him. Yeah, that was the other thing. We talked about the youth that we, we had, but geez, we had some strong senior players. We spoke about Craig as coach, but you know, to have Aishi, um, Keithy Thomas, Maka, Barmy, um, you know, playing alongside Jezza, which was fantastic for me across half back there, and Payne, um, so some terrific players and, and mentors. And um, yeah, we're really fortunate. Had a good group of young fellas coming through. We all got on well. We all, always go out together on a Saturday night. and and you had these older blokes really making sure they, they helped us game day or pulled us in the line when we got a little bit ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Burnsy, obviously spent a lot of time in Melbourne playing footy, uh, coaching as well. Been nice coming back to South Australia and um, with the Crows? Yeah, yeah, look, it's been good. I look, this, I've been really lucky, you know, even, even been in, in Perth for five years as well to, to go over there and see that. They're all great little cities and, and um, you know, they've got their, the great things they do have and, there's also some things frustrating. I'll tell you what's nice is when you leave um, Amy Stadium, you get home and you're only five minutes either side of what you should be instead of um, yeah. 45 minutes slower because of, because of traffic. So I don't miss that. Um, so you don't miss the Monash, mate, here. in Melbourne? Don't miss the Monash at all. <laughs> the, the worst thing was going through. You had to duck through Hawthorne and all those sort of little areas oh, to get yeah. to, to Collingwood, and there's there's trams and schools, and you just couldn't move. So. No. Um, you know, if you had, if you had, yes, no, if you had mates the other side of in the west of the city, you just it was an effort to organise dinners. Like you'd have to organise dinners about eight o'clock because you'd have to leave. Yeah, you, know, you leave at six thirty because it just takes too long if you're leaving at five o'clock to get somewhere at six. So I love that. I love there's no traffic here or not much, and um, obviously family here as well. So it's nice to be back. Here. You've been away for a long time, and um, I've really enjoyed my time at the Crows. Uh, it's it's an incredibly young group. Um, you know, I just listening to something the other day. There, there were some people talking about Hawthorne, how, how well they've done, especially over the last month. They've really started picking things up, but um, no one quite realises that the Adelaide team last year was, was younger and less experienced. And, um, you know, we managed to win those eight games. So we're going on a journey. Unfortunately, didn't get things go our way on the weekend. But, um, look, I think it's going to be exciting times over the next five to six years if you're an Adelaide supporter. I agree, mate. I reckon there's a top four side in the making in the mm. next couple of years in Adelaide. Obviously, uh, heartbreaking with that uh, goal umpire decision on the weekend. Otherwise, you'd be playing finals. But let's turn to the SANFL side. Now, you're going to create history by reading out the opposition side <laughs> and all the planned moves live on radio for the opposition club. So thank you. But uh, no, in all seriousness, a big game at the parade this week and you guys are tuning up for a final series. Yeah, the boys have been fantastic down there. They've um, played some really good football. It's, it's a credit to Mickey Goddard, who's, uh, you know, it's, it's obviously hard, you know, when you when you've got a, a team above the SNFL team in the sense that everyone's aspiring or they, they're coming to play AFL football. So there's, at times there's egos. Boys can be a bit flat or boys feel they're not going anywhere with their football. But there's, there's a real keenness to play as a team. And, and it's pleasing when you go and see the SNFL team that they, they do. They compete aggressively like we do at AFL level. Um, they're certainly selfless. And, and team-wise, they've, they've had some terrific wins. Last week, they were, they were struggling last week. We had a lot of injuries. Um, I think we only had 11 AFL-listed players. We had no no ruck. I think Lockie Gallant was our only tool. So we were rucking midfielders, and we had, um, I think, Bondi behind the ball, Hugh Bond, a young kid from Ballarat. He's only 5'11". He, 
he was playing at centre half back. So uh, yeah, we don't have too much more height coming back in this week. So that'll that'll be interesting to see if we can can hold up again with um, a smaller team this week. Well, actually, should be a cracking game at the parade this week. Um, obviously, Norwood are looking to finish off the season well. Crows looking to take some momentum in the finals, and and Burnsy, I'd imagine it would be um, a bit of a juggling act as well this time of the year with with players and and making sure that they're right for the SNFL finals. Clearly, with an eye to um, you know pre-season as well. Yeah, I think um, I think we had about 18 that had qualified to play finals. Now there's been a few significant injuries, so I think it's down to 15, 16 now. Um, but we're really keen. We we um, for the integrity of the competition, we just don't want to you know obviously play quite well for the home and away season and then go missing in the finals. So we really want to challenge our younger players and maybe a sprinkling of, of um, more mature players amongst them that um, we want to win it. So um, you know when we we played Norwood on the weekend, even though it's our last game, we can't. Obviously, we're going to get the double chance in the final series, but I think there's a slight sniff we might be able to go a little bit higher on the ladder. But uh, they, they want a good hit out before they get to final. So, uh, yeah, I know Nord have really turned it around from after the start they had early. Um, but our boys are pretty keen to um, make sure we finish this season off and, and get ready for the finals. Well, if it's not Nord in the finals, it's maybe the Nord supporters are following Burnsy and the Crows of Burnsy. Thanks very much for joining us, mate, on Red Legs Radio. Uh, we certainly hope... Um, your season sort of finishes well and um, there's a good game of the parade on, on Saturday. So uh, thanks very much for joining us, mate. Great to chat to Plus players and uh, certainly ones that have gone on to make a great AFL career for themselves. So thanks again, Burnsy. No worries. Thanks for having me. On your snowy. Well, that was a great chat from Burnsy. And as I said before, like it's, um, you know, we're not in the finals, but uh, we don't want Glenelg to win. Or no. Sturt to win. Certainly not Port Adelaide to win. When you've got a connection they could into, create history. into, in this instance, the Crows across all levels. And then this weekend, um, for the Sandful, you know, you, you just want to see good Norwood pe- people, past mm. players, ex-Norwood mm. people, you know, get success. Mm. So uh, no problem there, considering we're not playing finals. Now, Richard, you, you want me to wrap well, it up? You have wrap one more third, job to do wrap for this up segment. third quarter. So, yep. um, look, that went for a little bit too long, I reckon, but we'll bring it home in the last well, quarter. because of the quality of the host. Well, that yeah, also, and also the quality of the guest as well. Yeah, so that might have something to do with it, possibly. Guest, yeah. So that's yeah. the end of the third quarter uh, for Red Legs Ray. We've got one quarter left. Uh, one quarter left for the year. And I'll probably bugger it up. Let's make sure we push hard and we finish off this year as well as we can. You're listening to Red Legs Radio. We'll see you soon. It's a grand old flag. It's a high-flying flag. It's the heaven for me and for you. Live on SENSA, you're listening to Red Legs Radio. Thanks to Climate, Air Conditioning and Solar, proud sponsor of the Red Legs. Welcome back to Red Legs Radio, Red and Blue Army, and, of course, courtesy of the best... Uh, Return after a break for the whole show. I just might say so myself, oh, yep. Joshy Teakle. Oh, I thought it was good. Yeah, yeah it wasn't bad, was it? Not too bad. I'm probably fourth in line for the job next year, but yeah. anyway, we'll At least see you're, we go. You're, you're on the run sheet, though. That's right. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the extended squad, That's which right. we're going to get into in yes, a moment. But yes, before we are. do, and we've only got about five minutes till we have to finish the show. Always on For the, the year, um, mm. give us a quick wrap of the reserves and what's going on there. It's exciting, Flam. It all comes down to this weekend. We take on Central's... So um, people's Choice, Barossa Boy of the Year. Oh, all Reserves. It, it all wraps up. What a climax. Yes, absolutely. Um, so we, we go up to Elizabeth to take on the Bulldogs, who are third. We, we are 0.2% out of the top five. So it is us and the Eagles in the race for the top five, Flem. All comes down to this. We play the third-place Bulldogs... Woodville plays the seventh place Bloods, who we beat by 
17 points on the weekend to keep our finals hopes alive. Very excited. It's one of those ones where if we both win or if we both draw or we both lose, it comes board. down to percentage. We so. probably need to win by a goal more. Yeah. At least, yeah. Than the Eagles to That's jump. That's right. Them. We both win. Yeah, we, we've probably got the harder game. We do have the harder, the harder game, and the the harder run in. Obviously, needing to make up the score as well. Um, yeah. So we we take on um, the third place centrals. Um, like I said, the Eagles who are just above us have the blood. So we'll see. And we also have one game to go for the senior men, mate. So do you want to give a quick uh, wrap on that? Certainly do. Uh, as we mentioned before, Mitch Wilkins is back in the team for his final Fantastic. game. Uh, it's e- always great to see a farewell game, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, definitely. Um, Ethan Wilberton, um, Alex Van Wick, Mitch Carroll and Ben Jarvis are all in the extended squad. Um, Jaden Gale and Tom Graham are both out. So, um, so potentially Alex Van Wick debuting. Potentially, yes. The so, man... The, the boy mountain, yeah, well <laughs> and truly becoming a man is, mountain. He's, he's been enormous. lingering on that extended bench for a while now. Oh, I, reckon, I reckon he's close. Come on, give I him hope a go. he gets a give game. Him a game. You, know, you know, say goodbye to a champion and look at potentially yeah. a future one. Yeah, yeah. now, yes, definitely. Um, and so if if there's a lot of people on the oval on Saturday, they're not all there for Mitch Wilkins. Uh, of course, we have got the Fortis Army game. Yep, the Fortis so, the Fortis round. Yep. So they can all supporters in the stadium, Josh. They can. Go down onto the Oval uh, about 1.40pm. Get lined up for the boys to run through. It's an appreciation for all our fantastic supporters. It is. It's become a tradition since COVID and we come back after COVID and yep. we had the Fortis Army March. Now yep. we, we narrow it just to this part of the the uh, the, the, the march from a few years back yep. where they can form the Guard of Honour. And we see hundreds of supporters come yep. out and the players love running through it, Dickie. You know, they've all said it's one of the best experiences that uh, they've ever had. Now we're not saying... You know, good luck for a final series this year, like last year. But it's a chance to say, well done. Thanks, thanks, boys, for sticking mm. together through a tough year. Yeah, yeah definitely. Also, we got the EP round That's and right. the remembrance round. So it's a very big day it on is. the calendar. And round the remembrance 18. part of the day, Josh, yes. what's happening? Yep, so that's going to be a memorial, um, I guess, you know, remembering all the, those that have passed um, from the club uh, up on the big screen yep. when everyone is on the oval. Uh, just before the first... Just 50-odd people are being remembered. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be very moving. Which is excellent. Uh, probably the most important question of before we wrap this up. Yep. Where are we going for our end-of-season trip, mm. the four of us? That's why I'm here. Well, I don't know. Well, we have actually increased the average ratings across SEN by a fair bit. Hutchie should be sending a check in the mail, team. So uh, yep. we'll see how much he gives us, and then that'll depend on where yep. we go. Absolutely. But, uh, look, it is a bit sad because we're coming to the end. Uh, we've got about 30 seconds um, to say thank you to Richard Kelly for uh, joining Red Legs Radio this year and – I think lifting the bark. Yeah. Well, I had a few injuries again during the year, but I've, you know, I've, I've hopefully finished up the season well. Yeah, well, well, you're definitely coming back. Josh Teekle, new to the club, and just come in and taken over and lifted the bar on everything. Uh, thanks for your support this uh, year on Red Legs Radio. I hope you've, en- you've enjoyed it. Loved it, Flem. Wish we could go a few more weeks, but um, we will get better over the off-season. Yeah, we will. And AD, great to have you join the team as well. And you've given a really great perspective around our women's program. And good luck mm. in a couple of weeks. We'll be coming down and watching you. Thank you. Look forward to uh, next season. That's right. And to everyone else out there, thank you for tuning into Red Legs Radio this year. It's been a challenging year, but uh, Fortis in Priscilla, we've got through because we are the Nord Football Club and you are the Red and Blue Army. See you next year.